Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This is Acast Recommends. Every week, we pick one of our favorite shows. And this is one we think you're going to love. Hello, I'm Jeff Lloyd, and I recently had a baby with Ed Miliband. A baby podcast, that is. It's a spin-off of our show, Reasons to be Cheerful. It's called Cheerful Book Club, and it's conversations with some of the best writers working in the world today. You'll really enjoy our chats with people like US broadcasting legend Rachel Maddow, literary giant Ian McEwan, and the big short and moneyball author Michael Lewis. Feed your brain with ideas from the Cheerful Book Club. You'll find us on the excellent Acast app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcasts from Ireland and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to the Everything is Black and White podcast. This is a special episode. I'm Andrew Musgrove. I'm joined by our chief sports writer, Lee Ryder. And of course, the big news is that uh, one of the national media outlets, The Sun reported that Newcastle United has been sold to billionaire Sheikh Khalid bin Zayed Al-Nian. Um, that was last night. That was Sunday night. Um, of course, here at the Chronicle, we've checked all the claims out. Um, Lee, you've been at the forefront of checking those claims out. Um, just tell our listeners uh, what, what you understand. Well, the big thing that's come out of this is, is that Newcastle haven't denied the claims that have come out and they have confirmed that there is, they have been in talks with this Middle East group that have shown the interest. Um, but there is a bit of a caution that goes with that in that you know Newcastle um, have played down some of the reports that very swiftly followed the initial uh, story that came out in one of the tabloids. Uh, basically, they, you know, what happened in the direct aftermath within an hour there were several other reports that said a deal was already concluded which would have been very quick work and sounded too good to be true and sadly that has proved to be the case it is too good to be true because Newcastle have said basically that you know there is a long way to go um, in terms of where this sale process is so it's mixed news really and for Newcastle fans and I know they've been through the ringer and you know, the last thing you want to do as a, as a reporter is raise hopes. So we've played it with a very straight bat. Uh, as usual, you get some criticism for, for what we do. But, you know, we're here to try and, you know, get the facts from, from the, the people that, that count. And uh, I think we've done that so far. Uh, we haven't gone too far with it. We've played it with a straight bat. Uh, we've got some clarification on it. And um, we now wait for the next stage. So I mean, I mean, the claims did say um, contracts and documents have been signed, and they're they're off to the Premier League. Um, but I mean, that from what we understand, it's it, it's not there yet. And like you say, the club or club sources have said it. It's it's quite a long way off from that um, scenario. Yeah, I mean, normally um, with some of the some of the takeover stories we've seen, uh, Newcastle very they're very quick to come out and deny it. Um, they they didn't do it on on this occasion. As far as the Premier League are concerned, they haven't commented either. Um, they certainly haven't denied it. 
Um, but they've also re- not really stood up the fact that you know it is at the paperwork process. So that that might feel a little bit premature at the minute. Um, so it's a case of we just having to stay calm and, and wait to see what happens. But we've been here before and um, we know what, what happens. And obviously there are a few conspiracy theories out there as well. So we'll have to wait and see. I mean, like you said, we have been here before with man at Staveley. Uh, Peter Kenyon probably didn't get that far down the line when it came to that. But does this feel different to you, Lee? I mean, you've been here a long time and you've you've not just seen those two uh, characters attempt to, to buy Newcastle, but you've seen the likes of Barry Moat and other bizarre links from India, from Nigeria also be mentioned. Does this one seem a little bit different to you? At this stage, that's it's too hard to, to actually say that, really, um, because we're no further forward than, than any of, of those people that, that were mentioned. And ultimately, it's Mike Ashley who's pulled the plug on those people because he doesn't believe that they have the necessary funding to, to take the take this project on. Um, so we'll have to wait and see. I'm pretty sure we'll, we'll hear um, something over the next few days. But it would be nice if, you know, somebody uh, came out and said some stuff on the record. I think that would give the fans uh, what they're hearing for because the tension is uh, is palpable at the moment. I mean, of course, it's not just the ownership, which is uh, the main issue. And I guess, I don't know, it would be a bizarre one because if you ask Newcastle United fans what they would rather um, happen first, would it be Rafa Benitez tied down to a new contract, new three-year deal, so to speak, uh, given a bit of money, or... Might actually sell the club because the longer this drags on, this this whole takeover saga, it's, it, the likelihood is that Mike Ashley probably won't sort out the Benitez contract until he knows for sure that he will or won't be in charge of the club. I mean, the thing is with with that exactly the subject you're talking about there is that question marks then start to appear above St James's Park again because realistically, uh, if if this you know, Middle East takeover do come in and they have got the you know the money to really throw into this. Um, then, you know, as much as we love Rafa Benitez, you don't know if they have other ideas. They might have somebody an even bigger name in mind to take over. You just don't know. So, for me, keeping Rafa Benitez would certainly you know give Newcastle their sort of global appeal again. Um, he'd certainly be very interesting to see what he would do if he did have a decent, you know, spending kitty. Uh, but realistically, without speaking to these people and without, you know, getting the further information, you don't know who they've got in mind to bring in. They they could bring in anyone they wanted if they if they've got the money. So we have to wait and see. I mean, if you look at, if you look at um other clubs that have been in this position where when you know the money has really started to roll in. Whoever's been manager at the time hasn't lasted much longer. Um, I mean, Manchester City had to wait to get someone like Guardiola, and you know, without without getting carried away, you know, Newcastle, you know, may the new prospective new owner who comes in may you know may have really bigger bigger ideas than Rafa Benitez. You you just don't know. So that that then could hold it up um, with Rafa's talks, and then that again it just makes more question marks appear above St James's. So, uh, just finally, just to wrap it up, uh, what happens next? What do Newcastle United fans need to look out for? Um, well, what can you, what kind of assurances can you offer them? I think, really, from the club's point of view, they need to come out and speak. That That's what they need to do. They haven't spoken for three weeks now on the Rafa talks. 
it is up to the powers that be to address them. You know, they're the ones, they're the only ones who can offer assurances. I mean, it's the media can report and react, but they, they the media, the one thing the media can't do is is deliver the assurances and the promises. So it's got to come from within the four walls of St James's, and hopefully there'll be some positive news um in the next you know week or so. Let's let's see what happens with Rafa's contract first, but uh, it does have. You know, you can see why people are cautious. We've had this before with Kevin Keegan, we've had it before with Alan Shearer, so you do worry um, that this could be another similar scenario. But, you know, until somebody comes out and addresses it, um, you know, we're all sitting here waiting. Fingers crossed with that one. Well, thank you very much, Lee. Now joined by Chris Woff, who has also been keeping tabs on this uh, fast-moving story. Uh, thanks for joining. Chris, um, what is your understanding of, of, of the story um, with Sheikh Khalid? Well, the fact that it's a bank holiday weekend has made things a little bit more difficult in getting in touch with people. Uh, responses haven't been as quick, but, I mean, the interest seems extremely genuine uh, everyone I've spoken to has backed that up certainly his people are pushing forward that, that he is interested he's the cousin of Sheikh Mansour obviously who bought Man City and allegedly according to Tony Jimenez the former Newcastle uh, vice president claims that Mike Ashley had the opportunity to be taken over by Sheikh Mansour so he is the cousin uh, it's his cousin and potentially now that Abu Dhabi royal family are back and interested in Newcastle United I don't think at least from what I've gleaned so far, that things are as far as the sun made out. The sun made out as if basically it's all done and, and it's sorted. I think Meg Ashley's people have been uh, a bit more cautious than that. And also, I, my understanding is there's at least two of their groups uh, who are interested and have been in talks with Newcastle that are varying degrees of, of progress through that. So, um, as as we've reported over the last few weeks, as we spoke about on the podcast a few weeks ago, certainly there is interest in buying Newcastle, it's probably further along the line than any bar, barring Amanda Stavely and Peter Kenyon before it, but I don't think we're quite at the stage yet where we can say that Meg Ashley is going to sell. Fingers crossed that that is the case, but I don't think we're quite there yet. I mean, I spoke to a representative of a player, um, which is gaining interest of Newcastle, and he did mention interest in the Middle East, so clearly it is a rumour that has been doing around. That was on Saturday. I know we're starting up his claims, but it is a rumour that has been doing the rounds and you can see why Newcastle United fans are, are getting excited at this. Well, of course, and obviously the connotations, the idea that you could have a Emirati royal family member if you just look at what's happened to Man City, obviously that will create excitement and if it does ever happen, then I'm sure those will be uh, the immediate uh, emotions of supporters. But for now, I would urge caution to a degree until these things happen, I'm always sceptical. We have to look at the fact that um, Sheikh Khalid tried to buy Liverpool, albeit with in a far more expensive deal. That would be about six or seven times as much as he would have paid for, would pay for Newcastle, about two billion rather than three hundred and fifty ish as it would take for Newcastle, and that also involved potential Chinese investment. And he couldn't produce or prove that he had the funds necessary for that. I mean. No doubt him being a member of the royal family, the Abu Dhabi royal family, he does have significant money behind him. Collectively, they're worth tens of billions. Uh, he's not quite as rich as Sheikh Mansour, but certainly he can meet the asking price for Newcastle United. But for now, I would remain cautious, but to a, that part of supporters will always have that optimism, the hope that 
Mike Ashley is going to leave soon and there will be a new owner. But until we're at that stage, I think that the focus for me still has to be on sorting Rafa Benitez's future out. That is what is going on in the background of all this. As much as Mike Ashley, in theory, if this does happen, may not be owner in the long term, at the moment he remains the owner, he hasn't moved that power on yet. And so that sorting out Rafa Benitez's future, which is time-sensitive, which prevents Newcastle from being able to plan for the future until he's sorted, that still needs to be resolved. Um, and just finally, I mean, you mentioned it there, Benitez's contract. I mean, that is a really crucial thing. His contract runs out June the 30th, then it's, it's off to pre-season in China. Um, for this to get done and for everyone to be happy, as, as in terms Benitez stays on and he, they can start moving in the transfer window, which of course is already open, uh, you'd want this deal completed within the next kind of fortnight. Well, we certainly want... Rafa Benitez's future to be sorted as soon as possible in terms of how any takeover could impact on business this summer we have to wait and see how, how long it would take for it to be completed as I say at this stage Mike Ashley is the owner and so I wouldn't let ourselves get too far ahead of ourselves and um, certainly any owner I would hope would come in and, and want to invest and want to progress the club forward in a way that Mike Ashley hasn't been able to but uh, and for now, it seems certainly uh, Sheikh uh, Khaled's group want Rafa Benitez to stay if they are to take control. At least one of the other groups want the same, but other part interested parties may not believe that that, Mike, uh, that Rafa Benitez is, is the manager they want. Mike Ashley is certainly trying to tie Rafa Benitez down. I think at the moment we're probably moving more towards a shorter-term contract than a longer-term one, whether that's because of the uncertainty over the takeover, whether that's because Rafa Benitez's frustrations, a combination of that plus other things. I have to be honest, I'm not 100% sure. But for now, Newcastle are getting left behind a little bit in the transfer market. Other clubs are making progress. Other clubs can really plan ahead. And now that the pre-season schedule has been revealed, which my understanding is Rafa Benitez basically signed off all of that, albeit we know that China, Newcastle wouldn't be going there if he had his full preference. With that in mind, Benitez will be eager to crack on with bringing in players and selling some. Players want to know what their futures are. Newcastle need to make sure that they act as quickly as possible. And with every passing day, the more and more anxious fans become over Benitez's future. They've had a temporary reprieve with this latest round of takeover talk, but the fo- the focus for me, the priority in the short term for me, has to be Benitez, then we see where this takeover stuff goes afterwards. Most certainly. Well, thank you very much, Chris, for joining us. Uh, please remember to like and subscribe to the podcast on whichever platform you listen through, and stick with Chronicle Live for the latest on this takeover news. Thank you very much. This is Acast Recommends. Every week, we pick one of our favourite shows... And this is one we think you're going to love. Hello, I'm Jeff Lloyd, and I recently had a baby with Ed Miliband. A baby podcast, that is. It's a spin-off of our show, Reasons to be Cheerful. It's called Cheerful Book Club, and it's conversations with some of the best writers working in the world today. You'll really enjoy our chats with people like US broadcasting legend Rachel Maddow, literary giant Ian McEwan, and the big short and moneyball author Michael Lewis. Feed your brain with ideas from the Cheerful Book Club. You'll find us on the excellent Acast app or wherever else you get your podcasts. Acast is home to the biggest podcasts from Ireland and around the world. Subscribe to this show and hundreds more now via Acast or wherever you get your podcasts.